Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, Annie. How are you today? I'm good. As you know, I suspect that someone has put a minor curse on me, like a minor one. Minor. And I'm hoping it will wear off soon. Because <laughs> I've had a lot Fair. of mishaps within those past 24 hours. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, the cold shower would be a bad one. Yes, I had to take a cold shower, everyone, because I got toothpaste in my hair, which no. if that's never happened to you, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare of minor proportions, which is why I say minor curse. That's true. And speaking of cold showers, we know a lot of people are going yeah. through some things in the, the winter storm and mm-hmm. governments not being prepared or senators leaving the country <laughs> to go to a cool beach, apparently, yeah. whatever. Uh, but we are thinking of you guys and hoping that you are maintaining. I feel like that's the best way we could put it. I feel like that's the theme of the last two years. Yeah. We're existing the best we can and just uh, putting some good vibes out there for everyone. Just an FYI. This is not at all saying that I did something good. I tried to donate to the Austin Mutual Aid Fund Mm -hmm. through Venmo. Turns out there's several, several, several people who are scamming the hell out of it. Wow. Yeah. And just using that name. And I, I thought I did my due diligence and found the ones that were scammers and used a different one that I saw someone else say, this is the right one. Mm-hmm. It was not. Wow. I will say Venmo did a good job in giving my money back before it was deposited Uh because they realized real quick what was happening Mm. and who was verified. But man, so for those who are giving money, watch out. Yes. Make sure you're doing your due diligence because it's a really sad, sad, unfortunate time where people are taking advantage of these situations. But yes, we should definitely be supporting our fam out in Texas and those around. And we are thinking of you, hoping... Y'all are keeping warm. Yeah. But that is not what we're talking about today. We're actually traveling outside of the U.S. and then back to the U.S. because we are talking about Ajaha Dukure, who, by the way, actually now lives in Atlanta, which I was like, wow, cool. But she originally was born in Gambia and moved to the States at 15. But before we go there, we do want to put a quick trigger warning as some of the details of this can be traumatizing because she is actually someone who is working to end female genital mutilation or FGM, which is what we're going to refer to it as throughout this episode, and child marriages or child arranged marriages as well as she was a victim of both. And so, yes, we want to talk about the amazing work she is doing. But yes, it just again, there is mm-hmm. a bit of a trigger warning here because we are going to go into a little bit of detail of what that looks like and maybe some of the trauma that that has a correlation to. Yes. So let us dive into this edition of Women yes. Around the World. Yes. Yes. Jaha is a 32-year-old activist who created and is the CEO of the nonprofit organization Safe Hands of Girls. It was created in 2013, and Jaha created the organization to fight FGM and child marriage, which, yes, she has experienced personally. Safe Hands for Girls, or SHFG, is a, quote, woman-led organization dedicated to helping women and girls that have gone through FGM or are at risk of going through the practice. 
So Jahad Dukare was born in Gambia in 1989 and had been subjected to FGM as an infant and was later forced to marry at the age of 15, and that's when she moved to the U.S. Dukare has recounted her experience with being married at such a young age and the effects of FGM in her marriage at that time. She stated that it was like going through the pain of FGM again when he tried to have sex with her. And at this point, she never says the word rape, but obviously I think it, it needs to show this was not her choice. This marriage right. was not her choice. Uh, so it just needs to be stated here. But she also spoke of the fact that the reopening of her wounds because she went through a type three, and we're going to talk about what that is exactly, and the pain and just overall trauma of her experience as a whole. And she even speaks of the experience of watching her sister die, who had bled out during her FGM, the sister's FGM. And when Jaha tried to ask what happened and, and you were, why, why did this happen? I think she was at the age of eight when this happened. Uh, she was just told that it was her sister's, quote, time to go, which is such a sad and unfortunate moment. The fact that that's how it was seen. Yeah. And I'm, I'm honestly, there's a whole big picture. It was like being allowed to mourn. Was she allowed to mourn in that way mm-hmm. to see? And, and she, I'm sure, understood at the time how tragic that was. Yes, absolutely. But Unlike so many, Ducure was determined to escape and fight to stop the traumatic experiences for other girls who may be placed in the same circumstances. At the age of 17, Ducure moved to Atlanta and started her work as an advocate against the damaging practice of FGM. And she quickly became known for her work and her continued fight against FGM and her fight against arranged marriages, specifically those that had been planned for young people or young women early in age. And after going to school in Georgia for her business administration degree, she created her nonprofit, Safe Hands for Girls. And then she went on to get her master's at the University of Central Florida for nonprofit management. And just to revisit some statistics and definitions, according to the Safe Hands for Girls site, there are an estimated 3 million girls at risk for FGM every year, and most are cut before the age of 15. It is estimated that more than 200 million girls and women have undergone FGM. And in Gambia, it was performed by those known as circumcisors to girls at infancy and between the ages of 2 to 14, and is often performed without anesthesia using razor blades or knives. Right. And according to the World Health Organization, there are no actual benefits to this practice, but a lot of harm and side effects, which include severe pain, infections, excessive bleeding, healing problems, urinary problems, and like Dugaray's sister, even death. And some of the long-term effects include sexual problems, light pain, and decreased satisfaction, menstrual problems, scar tissues, and sometimes a need for surgeries later on, like cutting a sealed vagina. And this is what actually is a type 3 FGM, which means that they covered or narrowed the vaginal opening. So it's literally sealed up. For Gambia specifically, the practices of FGM was banned in 2015, but many people still would travel outside of Gambia to perform the ritual on young girls, saying that it was their religious right. The new administration in 2018, some say the ban was no longer in place and that some have picked up the ritual again. And some are saying that with the new democracy, it's a matter of choice. But Ducare's continued fight has been steady. She, with her organization, has been recognized for their hard work and advocacy to end such damaging practices. Right. And uh, just a note here, it's kind of an interesting back and forth because it is, again, still technically banned right. in Gambia from what I understood. But yeah, it's kind of changed for some of those, I guess, in the old school traditions. They take on the narrative that this is a religious practice and it is a right to keep their femininity intact. Mm-hmm. And again, though, of course, this is really dangerous. And we talked about the fact that there is no health benefits, but it seems to be more on traditions and not to 
you know, trashing these traditions at all because we understand traditions can be important. It does seem to be at the cost of women and young girls. So that's something that we need to be talking about more and more of. And Decoré has been recognized for her hard work many times over between being nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in 2018, named Time's Most Influential People in 2016. She was given the Eleanor Roosevelt Medal of Honor. And she continues to be a powerhouse in her work to end FGM and child marriages today. She has continued with her work by creating other nonprofits such as the Big Sister Movement, which is a network she formed with other African women to end FGM and child marriages throughout other African countries. And she was appointed as the regional UN Women Ambassador of Africa. And she has been able to prevent more than 1 million girls from having to go through this painful and damaging procedure. And though it's still technically, like we said, illegal in Gambia, they continue to transport young girls to get the procedure outside of that country. And she and her organizations have helped to stop many of the transports from taking the young children. So it's really interesting to see that. And she is pretty big in the, I guess, Beauty world? What, what yeah. would we call this? Yeah, the beauty world, yeah. sure. Sure, sure. Uh, she is was named L'Oreal Paris's new international spokesperson in 2020, as well as the fact she was nominated as one of the top 100 beautiful African women, I believe was the title. Mm-hmm. If you look at her Instagram, she was along with some really powerful, amazing women in that list. So it was really interesting to see. And she, yeah, she continues to use her platform for the issue of FGM and childhood marriage. And it's really interesting to see. So you need to definitely follow her on, she's on Instagram. I think she's on Twitter, as well as her organization, safehandforgirls.org. Yes, yes, absolutely. Go check that out. We were talking about how she's accomplished so much at uh, her age and just very, very important work that she's doing. Continue to keep an eye on what she accomplishes. And as always, if uh, listeners, if you have any, any women you think we should highlight for this segment, please send them our way. Also, just wanted to give a heads up. Speaking of beauty, Samantha and I are going to be taking over another podcast mm-hmm. called Ridiculous History. You might have heard of it. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about some really ridiculous beauty regimens from history. <laughs> <laughs> so a different type of list. Yeah, very, very different type of list. <laughs> but that should be coming out uh, soon. So keep your ears out, keep your eyes out for that. And in the meantime, if you would like to contact us, you can. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Stuff I'm Never Told You or on Twitter at momstuffpodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I'm Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 